0: Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba. The liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand. The rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantas curve. The enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo. The hot octopus digit. The ever so short messages on fab swingers. The sexy friends on Twitter. And the mighty vanilla alternative with my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to run. Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr H. I'm
1: Mrs H. What
0: episode number is this, wife?
1: No idea. I Don't know what day it is. It
0: is one one one. Is it really? Yeah, one hundred
1: and eleven. I quite like that. Do you? I like numbers that all are sequential and stuff.
0: But it's, it's not sequential. It's not going up. Well,
1: the same. Then. It's just repeating. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Okay. So welcome to the sequential one, one, one today. We're going to jump straight into uh, this week's episode. Well, with a minor bit of rambling at the start, um, which is going to be nice for you, gentle listeners. So um, people have been getting in touch with us over the last few weeks. In fact, the last few months really, and asking about body consciousness, body consciousness, body confidence, and being larger in the lifestyle. And the other week we had a question about it sent to us. Mm. I think we darted around a little bit.
1: Uh, I think we we try to broach it sensitively, but like anything, we we don't always know what we're talking about at the time, so yeah.
0: At the time, (laughs) we don't always know what we're talking about. I think it's a fair statement. So um, what we've done is we've brought a couple of extra special guests in uh, to talk about their experiences, and we thought we'd interview them, interview them, we'd ask them some questions and see their thoughts on the matter. Does that oh, sound good? Yeah. All right. sounds well, do you want to introduce them?
1: I do. We've got some very glamorous ladies with us tonight. We have got a very sparkly emerald, and we've got the lovely kitty.
0: Why, why is kitty not sparkly?
1: Because she's not a gem like an emerald.
0: Oh, okay. I see. Purring.
1: <laughs> she can be purring, she yeah. mewing. I mean, cats are pretty glamorous. So yeah. It's all good.
0: Thank you, folks. Welcome. You can talk now if you Bye. like. <laughs> Well, that, that felt yes, only... Yes, we're
1: much... here. I'm, I'm fluffy. Uh, fluffy.
0: go with good. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a kitty, fluffy. Oh, uh, good. So once we've got past the now mildly awkward stage, we can get into the <laughs> stage where we get to know you folks a little bit better. Mrs. H, do you want to ask the first of the questions? The
1: first of the questions. The first
0: of the questions.
1: Um, I would. I would. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, should we start with Kitty?
0: Oh, let's do it. It'd yeah, be rude not, not to it, really, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: Hi. Um, yeah, I'm Kitty. Um, I am one half of the couple known as Kitty and the boy and we are uh, we've been in the lifestyle since summer 2018, so three years now, roughly speaking. and in terms of this topic, I am approximately a UK size 22 depending and um, quite happy with that to be perfectly honest.
1: <laughs> so you guys are on Twitter, aren't you? As um, Kitty Dagger and the Boy yes. Who, yes, okay. yeah, Kitty Dagger and the Boy Who, wonderful. And that
0: is we correct. met you. Yeah. Oh, must have been what a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, is it that? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh
2: no, maybe we maybe we've been in the lifestyle for longer than 2018 then, because I think we met you in 2018, there okay. we and go. that wasn't in our first year.
0: No, well, we met you at the Bristol Social, I think. Yes, your yeah. second, we second
2: time at the Bristol Social.
0: Yes, it was the most crowded room i've ever known
2: <laughs> it's horrendous
0: it was <laughs> dense. If, if
2: you like a really loud noisy club then you'll probably love it but it is not for me
0: no no it's it, it certainly gave us a few ideas on 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 social so hopefully when when ours comes around we'll be nailing it i know look at me bringing you in myself you're you talking about you i'm again. talking about me now right <laughs> this is marvellous oh, someone like you <laughs> <laughs> exactly that so emerald tell us about yourself
3: Hi, um so yeah, Emerald or Emerald Montre on Twitter. I have been a lifestyle for two years, just over now. Kind of fell into it really after sort of gaining a bit of confidence in myself, finding a happy place that I was in and deciding oh I'm happy and comfortable with myself and now I want to be happy and comfortable with my sexuality, which was pretty much I want to try women, be with a woman. Um and that sort of led me to want into dip my toes in, it's wrong to say a woman, but... <laughs> That's very niche. I don't recall there being any toes. Fingers yes, no. toes no. <laughs> no, I've never dipped my toes in a woman. Um, but yeah, so... Um, after a night out it was me I went to my behalf and said I'd like to find a woman and see where that led In one way or another we um we sort of fell into the lifestyle we met some lovely couples since some more lovelier than others and and yeah I'm UK size 22 to 24 so I'm a, a bit on the bigger I would probably say I'm I'm not always happy with how I look and how I am um but I'm definitely learning to live with it. And I've actually found that lifestyles help me massively learn to live with that and grow in confidence.
0: It's certainly a confidence booster, isn't it, the lifestyle? It can be.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. Definitely up, it's up and it's down. So there's no two ways about it. Previously, I, I didn't think I would be as appealing to so many as what I suddenly am when you're on FAB or you're on Twitter and you you do get a lot of attention from it. And, you know, before any of that sort of came to mind, I didn't think I got a second look in a club or a pub or, you know, out in the supermarket. And now I kind of get second looks, maybe not in the supermarket, but definitely on social media all the time. So
0: let's let's explore that a little bit. So you, you wanted to play with, with ladies and that came to mind. So you talked to your partner about it. And what was that conversation like?
3: It's very drunken. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he genuinely thought um, that I wake up in the morning and kind of go, oh, no, what have I done? What have I said? Um, uh, but I woke up before him in the morning and I was kind of already Googling, you know, how to meet women and setting up a Tinder account. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of genuinely got us started. Um, it took a little while. Definitely took a little while through Tinder. I got speaking to some ladies. I found out about Fab. I signed up in Fab. We definitely went in too quickly and had to take a step back. Kitty you knows all like all about this. And yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we a step back and kind of then approached it. It wasn't that long. Maybe about three weeks later, a lot slower and. Found our comfort zone really, and what it was we were looking for. We we had to really decide what it was we were looking for at that point. I think we literally went in far too quick and needed to go over what it was we wanted.
0: And where have you ended up? What what's your sort of your your lifestyle approach?
3: So we mainly meet couples. Uh, we we'll full swap the couples, and um, we do it hot wife in as well. Um, that's been rather quiet lately, uh, and again mainly because after the last eighteen months, I've kind of not felt comfortable myself going, putting myself fully out there, uh, on my own. But as a couple, we are still meeting couples and quite comfortable and happy meeting couples, and and yeah, that's where where we play. And I finally get women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. So Kitty, how did how did you go about getting into the lifestyle? What was that conversation like?
2: I would say that in that instance it was started more by the boy, although being I, I, at the time I considered myself bicurious rather than bisexual, because I'd never so much as kissed another girl. And if really that started that started back in twenty twelve when we had a random threesome with a friend. And then in twenty fourteen when we did the same thing again. And then I think basically we just decided that actually that was probably a good thing for us because it sort of helped our relationship when we did and we sort of got better at communicating and you know all the good stuff um and it kind of went from there i think it probably helps uh that we started more or less by going to a club um we found the bbw night um because that was where i felt more comfortable because i figured there was a good chance i wouldn't be the biggest person in the room
0: (laughs) (laughs) you mentioned bbw there Mm. what does that mean
2: Uh, I've seen a few different um, interpretations of it, but the one most commonly I think is Big Beautiful Woman. That's the one I've mostly seen.
0: Excellent. Thank you.
2: Big Bad Wolf.
0: So you you, you had that chat and then you went to the, the BBW night. How was that?
2: It was okay. I don't think we, we didn't play with anyone else um, for the first few times. We just sort of played with us, um, played with ourselves, played with each other, shall we say. <laughs> um,
0: uh,
2: and it was just really nice to be in that more free environment. We'd spent quite a lot of time in the kink scene, so we'd been to a few dungeons and things prior to that. So that was a, a few years of doing that without any uh, swapping or non-monogamy. That, I think, really helped us to be able to go in with a little bit more confidence. And yeah, we started with the club and then we um, got into fab and I think um, the boy definitely uh, steers the fab much more than I do. Um, I just get very tired of it very quickly. I just have nothing to do with it. I'll do the conversations once we get to WhatsApp and the like (laughs) prior to that.
0: nah, FAB is an interesting world at the very best of times. Yeah. We're going to come back to FAB in a minute. But so yeah. you, you, you've you both told us how, how you've sort of gotten into the lifestyle. Did you have any concerns about getting into the lifestyle? What were your worries about it?
2: I would say for me, it was really the standard ones, uh, you know, the strength of our relationship or that side of things. There was a little bit with the body image, but For me, not hugely, because I'd been posting pictures on a porn website several years previous because I'm a massive exhibitionist. And that had sort of given me the confidence that there are people out there that find people of my shape attractive. So I wasn't so
3: worried from that
0: perspective. And Emerald, how about yourself?
3: I think for me, it was so new and different to anything. We'd we'd never even really talked about anything like this before. So Uh, yes, strength of our relationship. Would it actually go anywhere? Would it actually become anything? And then, like I said, we did take a a tiny little break after it all went epically, disastrously wrong in the first couple of weeks. Um, Yeah, you stood us up, you sods. (laughs) 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 And uh, then it was more of a case of, right, we knew we wanted to sort of see what being in this lifestyle was about. So we decided to go to a club, even if it was just to speak to people, observe. We, it just felt like the most sensible way to sort of get some more opinions on it. But I think once we got over those initial thoughts, it gets quite scary setting up a, a profile really because I've got I had to be very honest with myself. On our profile it says both of us are large and it was a bit a of thing of almost wanting to manage expectations of people that we met. Photos as well. it's no different to any other women. I expect we all take 50 photos just to get the one that we're happy to publicly post. And I don't think that is any different, any size that anybody is not limited to
0: women. I can assure you.
3: (laughs) I really don't think it is anybody taking a picture of themselves because you're putting it so out there, you really want to be feel happy and confident with what you're putting out there. for absolutely anything. And I think that sort of left me a bit edgy with, some of the stuff that I was putting out there because even though I was quite happy to post it, it's still, then you go in, what will other people think of it? And, you know, I, I think that's a good picture of me, but actually there's still a whole load of flaws there. So it, it does sometimes leave you a little bit unsettling, but then you start getting the positive comments and you start getting the fabs and you start getting the messages and they soon go away because your ego takes over and you're like, actually, somebody like yeah, Not the messages. <laughs> the doubts is what goes away, yeah, not the messages yeah, yeah, but somebody loves this and 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 that's good, and I know not everyone's going to, but
1: somebody does, and they're happy to tell you that I've got a question for Kitty actually, so going back to when you were introducing yourself and kind of you know who you are and how you got into everything you mm. you made quite an interesting point, I thought where you said, actually I'm really happy with the way I am that's that's me Pretty I'm, much. I'm very out there, that's fine, so given that you're you have put images of yourself out there and they've been really well received and if Mostly. anything, they've boosted your confidence um, to the point where obviously you'll continue doing that and you're, you're a self-confessed com- um, exhibitionist. Mm-hmm. Do you think the fact that there is definitely uh, people out there who really, really like BBW and would like to see more of that, do you think that's going to encourage um, people like yourselves to stay the way you are and continue well, feeling the fabulous thing is, about that? I.
2: There is the two sides of it, because I I feel sexy. I feel attractive Mm. in myself. Um, I generally, I tend to like what I see in the mirror. Same time, there is, you know, let's not ignore, there is a health aspect. And I do go to the gym, both uh, me and Emerald, I know, run on occasion. It's not a case of not wanting to improve, but it is a case of not thinking that my weight is the most important thing about me. My, My size doesn't define me. In any way, shape or form, I can still be sexy and desirable and desired at any size. And whatever that takes for you to get to that place, it isn't about not improving. And do you know what? If I was a size 16, life would be a lot easier. There'd be more clothes available. It would be better. But to be honest, I don't really think that I'd want to be much slimmer than that because I never have been in any way, shape or form as an adult. I've always been bigger. It's just, that's me. That's kind of what I look like. I just don't see me looking right um, at a size ten. I just Can't see That's it in my brain.
3: Jumping on from what Kitty's saying there, it's it's exactly right. About there's there is a health aspect, aspect to it. Personally, like I'm trying to lose some weight, um, mainly more health wise. Because actually, it's not even mainly more health wise. I'm trying to lose some weight. I don't want to get any bigger or be any bigger. Um, my clothes fit me quite nicely right now. I don't want to go out and have to buy a whole new wardrobe. So sometimes for me, it's about, I've been a lot smaller. I have been a size 16 and that was really hard work. And I wasn't happy. I, I wasn't happy with the the limited choices. I felt I had I had to work really hard to get there. And then it, it felt like I was thinking about food and exercise more than I was actually enjoying life. Whereas, now I I am trying to lose a bit of weight, but I'm exercising healthily. I'm enjoying healthier food, but I'm still happy to embrace that. I'm never going to be small. I never have been. I've only ever worked my way up the line. I've not really ever gone back down it. And I'm getting more and more comfortable with that as I get older. And as long as I'm healthy and I'm able to um, continue doing what I enjoy and And continue being happy with myself and most importantly that my other half is happy with me and that I'm able to do all the things I want to do with uh, everybody else around me that's more important really than being smaller shakes for me it does
2: really help that my other half um, if he's looking at um, another woman on Instagram or something, not in a dodgy way, but you know (laughs) he's likely to appreciate someone who is of the fuller figure, Mm -hmm. which means that it does that more than anything since we've been together has given me so much more confidence in myself, way before the lifestyle, way before anything else, it's just knowing that um, he's attracted to me when we got together, I was about a size 16 and now, um, and I've been up to about a 24 and I've lost a little bit again, mm-hmm. but it's not the be all and end all.
0: No, yeah. I can understand it's that. It's just That's, nice knowing that. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's amazing to know that your partners support you through it, you know, regardless. One thing I'm really curious about, and this is one thing that, that really struck us when we first started looking at jumping into the lifestyle and shoving our toes into people or whatever it, phrase it was <laughs> that you used. Um, Please don't
3: want that very niche
1: porn we with, talked
0: that about. That very niche oh. porn that we talked about. When when we started thinking about this or when, when I started looking and doing research, because uh-huh. let's face it, one of us does research and the other really doesn't. One of the things that we did do actually was listen to lots of podcasts, look at lots of materials. And at the time, it was very much, it was all American based. It was all American producers and stuff. Mm. And we, we sort of got the impression from all of that, that everyone that was part of the lifestyle was this absolute supermodel mm. that was going to be in these clubs and they were all going to be draped around swimming pools. Maybe, I don't know where the swimming pool thing came from, but that's probably just uh, that's my... That's probably home. me. It's probably you.
1: Giving you this weird image that everyone's going to be better looking than
0: and, me. <laughs> and we were really petrified to, mm. to jump in
1: and that we wouldn't fit in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and it was quite a you know, it's difficult because when you've got that unknown, you you really don't know what you're going into and you really don't know how you're going to feel and you really don't know what you're going to see. I'm just describing unknown things now, I guess. <laughs> but you get the idea. <laughs> how did you folks feel when when um when you were thinking about the lifestyle as a concept? Did you have a similar sort of vibe or
3: I think when when we first went into it we were <laughs> We we sort of found ourselves looking at more experienced sort of couples first up, really because we kind of wanted a bit of a hand-holding guide, I guess. And we quite early on established that there definitely is a particular look and feel about some people in the lifestyle that they're you know, essentially absolutely gorgeous and never in a million years would we ever have thought that any of them would want to meet us and as time went on we have found a few that we originally you know in layman's term would have said a way out of our league that have been interested in us and really get to know us and have spoken to us and and it's not really bothered them and I suppose it's a bit like when you go to a club and you look around and every couple is different age different shape different size different interests and it's it's just another one of those factors really as Kitty mentioned earlier starting at a BBW night is a night that you know she she felt more comfortable with Whereas actually, you know, we've been to a club quite recently and yeah, everybody was a different age and a different shape. And it's only through getting to talk to people that you then kind of decide if you want to go any further and, and go, you know, explore that further with them. But I think it's, it's definitely more, there is an acceptance that it's not everyone's cup of tea because naturally not everybody is everybody else's cup of tea. Um, uh, it, it's sometimes the fact that it's it's not that you're not because you're a BBW or you know, on the larger side it's, it's because you're not because there is no click, there's no physical attraction and for me personally somebody could be the other side of the scale and therefore I wouldn't have a, a, a possible physical connection there
0: Yeah, there's no so, good dating an attractive Hitler is there? Let's be honest
3: <laughs> No, it, <laughs> it works always, really and it's I think because of that as well, and like I said, we do tend to find ourselves if we're looking for a couple or seeing if a couple wants to meet, we look at it the other way and we do look and we probably look for people similar to ourselves. We, yeah. It's it's a really bizarre thing to do, but I know that I'd be more comfortable with that, you know, not, not in the sense of, oh, somebody else looks just like me, but that is a lot more where my comfort zone is um when meeting up with other people yeah i do
2: tend to assume that people who are going to be interested in us are more likely to be at the larger end of the spectrum and that's not necessarily across the board because both um the boy is pretty much standard sized so maybe a little bit over lockdown but who hasn't <laughs> um, and my excerpt before that was skinny as a rake and it doesn't necessarily follow that the people who will be interested in me are the chunkier people. Um, but particularly with women, they would tend to be the people that I would go for. Not so much with men. I've had more, <laughs> had more, you know what I mean, uh, standard size <laughs> men. But generally speaking with women, it does tend to be those who are on the curvier end that I'd I would agree. assume would be interested.
3: Yeah, Definitely agree with Kitty with that. If I'm you know, looking for a woman, I am definitely looking more for a curvier curvier woman but again that's my personal preference uh, men there take is that you.
0: too i'm not <laughs> the personal preference thing is is so fascinating and and some of the messages that that you know even i've had with with people saying well mm. we'd meet you but you have to shave your beard off i'm like mm. fuck off again I literally, preference, yeah. it? it's just preference yeah. and i get that and often you know you got to work out what works for you and what you're prepared to do to fit into, you know, fit into people, but fit into people's oh visions. But then, you know, how much do you, you don't want to change yourself for anybody. You, it's just so wrong.
2: It's certainly not somebody that, um, I mean, may only be a, a one-off connection. It might yeah. not be someone that you see on a regular basis. And sure if you're going to become um, into a poly situation, you may look at that a little bit differently, but certainly from the point of view of clubs and, and full-on swinger um, lifestyles then no you don't want to change for the people around you <laughs>
0: especially not for a social meet <laughs> no we're gonna just have a sh- share a pint and we'll be fine share a pint that's very <laughs> skin flinty isn't it terrible just pint. one pint between all of us will do well but yeah to do that you've got to change your hair you gotta change your clothes <laughs> change your personality it's just terrible New 20 pounds. yeah exactly <laughs> all of those things combined that's a very tall order for one date <laughs> yeah Exactly. And
2: personality is more attractive anyway. It really is. <laughs> it, <laughs> it
3: really is. I am not even going to get any either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm curious about about your experiences. So you, you've been in the lifestyle for, for a period now and mm-hmm. you've been exploring various things. Have, have there been any negative impacts to that, that experience?
3: I think the biggest thing for me negatively is, I was spoken to Katie about this previously, is what seems to be almost like the in secret behind closed doors. Uh, I usually, this kind of comes across more on the hot wife in rather than, um, sort of the swinging scene for me with couples. It's a bit different, but usually because I have got single profile as well. And I do meet on my own. I tend to get a lot of interest. And if I say, sorry, I'm not interested for whatever reason. Um, well, you know, you were too fat for me anyway it does come out yeah that
2: that really gets me because that is um excuse me but that is bullshit because if I was attractive enough for you before I'm attractive enough for you now and it's not anything to do with your weight when you get those comments because you could be skinny and if you turn someone down those people would probably still give you that vitriolic message of just Mm -hmm. hatred of whatever you happen to be it's just it's an easy thing to pick on
3: it is. It's there, it's inability to handle rejection really? And and that's fine. I I can process that. I, it's it's a go to fight or flight method really. And it's it's how they're processing that. Um. The other one that I tend to sort of it kind of gives me, I don't I don't I just don't sit comfortably with me is when I look at a profile and there is somebody that I know would never in a million years give me a second look if I bumped into them in you know a pub. And or you know brush past them at a bar, I wouldn't get a second look at all. But suddenly on uh, BBWs, curvy ladies, larger ladies—they're the in thing. They're exactly what they want. And I don't know whether there's that expectation that I'm desperate. (laughs) The gratitude thing, yeah. As (laughs) a man at home, I'm not that desperate. But it it does seem to be that that whole idea that. Uh, I'm larger, I'm on here, and it's suddenly okay. I, I know it's not a dating website. I'm, no one's expecting me to walk down the street holding hands with any of these guys. But it, it's like in the real world, they would like a supermodel hanging off their arms. But in you know the bedroom, they're happy to take either anything they can get, or they are actually interested in larger ladies, but are too embarrassed to live their life like that.
2: And- I that. I've got half a feeling I have at some point walked down the street holding hands with your husband. I might be wrong, but that's just a funny feeling. Certainly, kissed in car parks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's quite happy to have a BBW baby baby hanging off his arm. He's more than comfortable. Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy to have you hanging off his arm.
0: <laughs> Kitty, what's, have you had any negative experiences within the lifestyle?
2: I, like I say, I, haven't, I don't do that much of the fab bin, which means that to an extent, I don't see the vitriol when we turn people down. Um, it, the boy picks up all that. And so for me, I I don't tend to see it. I'm absolutely certain it happens in very much the same way as Emerald said. um, Oh, I never fancied you anyway. I was like, well, clearly you did. Come on. But in terms of actual experiences that I've had, one or two, but that's really just people on Twitter because my account's not locked. It's very rare that it happens actually in the lifestyle. People will turn you down politely for the most
3: part if they're not interested. Mm. Mm. I haven't really seen much. I'd actually say, like, mentioning Twitter, that's probably where I found the most positive comments and the most positive surroundings, really. I've I've never once, I mean, God forbid what's going to happen now I've said it, but I've never <laughs> had a negative comment come through from Twitter. That's um, they've, they've always been positive. And actually, um, you know, naughty Twitter seems a lot nicer than actual normal Twitter, really, which can be quite violent sometimes. But... It just seems that there are a lot of people that actually just support body image, whether that be dad bobs, mum bods, calves, you know, absolutely anything. Or Um, the the extremely
2: thin as well in some, in in many cases, you know, that will also get the support where they need it. Hmm. Um, I find really, if like you were saying about normal Twitter, I think really it happens to me if like a hashtag or something puts me into the feed of normal Twitter. That's when I get the hate, not through anyone who's on naughty Twitter.
1: Mm, That's interesting. I think Twitter can feel like actually quite a safe place sometimes, especially when you're you're putting yourself out there publicly for thousands of people to look at and comment on, and you're being Mm -hmm. very brave by doing that. Like all of us are every day when we do that. But apart from the odd weird comment you've had about, um, oh god, was it Ricky Tomlinson? (laughs) I've had Ricky
0: Tomlinson. That's fun. Ricky Gervais I've had that. <laughs> uh, I've had people ripping the show apart. I've yeah. had the comedic people routines too bad. Me, but but uh, you know, you know what? Most of the time, um, he says sweepingly, Twitter or naughty Twitter has been a fabulous space for yeah, us. I and agree. Um, the community that's on there, particularly around the sort of lifestyle stuff, has been been really, really good. And, you know, certainly, you know, I, I've really found a, a, had a newfound belief in that sort of organising the social recently because we've hmm. got a, a, a Discord chat group with many of the people that we've met through Twitter. Has, I'm in it. You're in it. You're in it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and, and those people are fucking amazing. And
1: hmm. you it know, is really lovely. Universally.
0: Universally, yeah. Uh, with maybe one or two exceptions, you know who you are and what you did. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk
1: about those rule breakers, yeah, aren't there's... you? No, I didn't blame was all... it, wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, you, on a daily basis. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's
0: really reaffirmed my belief that, uh, on the whole, huh, um, naughty Twitter has been a really positive place. And for every one shitty comment that you get, there are a hundred. Great, amazing ones, ones, I, you know, ones really yeah. nice ones, and really life-affirming ones, and not just from a body consciousness, but actually, oh shit, something's happened to us, and people Our go out of their way my to, things, yeah, yeah. And, and help. So you know, I've I've been you know shocked and stunned and shocked by the, the support. <laughs> it it is people.
2: something that you've said before, Hs, that. When you are, um, if you've got something big happens in your life, a lot of the time, the people who give you the most support and um, the best reaction and everything, they are your lifestyle friends in a lot of cases. 100%. When things go Great. really wrong. Um, you know, vanilla friends can just sort of like vanish into the ether. But, you know, um, Emerald and her ether. other <laughs> half have been there for us.
0: <laughs> no, I
1: agree completely.
0: That's, and yeah, and I'm glad that we said that. because are not the true. only ones. No, you know. <laughs> But it, it's been a it's been a really interesting sort of experiment in many ways, and and certainly over the last through the COVID times, I think that Twitter group has just kept us going many ways. It's been
1: way more than probably some vanilla groups, I would
0: say. Yeah, re- really, mm. really supportive. So we've talked a bit about the, the sort of negative experiences. What about the positive ones? So the Twitter mm-hmm. group and and naughty Twitter being very supportive. That's been pretty good. H- how's it impacted your confidence?
3: Mine's changed like it's just increased through the roof. There is no way I would have posted so many pictures of myself in lingerie or uh, not um, <laughs> <laughs> before I uh, came into went into the lifestyle and also just realizing that you know like i said before it's it's more than just my other half that likes me and my body as it is and i think i always i i still always find fault with myself the only part of me i like is my eyes they cannot gain weight or lose weight um, and you know the only thing i'm comfortable buying are handbags because they'll always fit but i just think as much as like my other half says to me and other people say to me, you know, I, I still focus too much on my size. I am so much better than what I was just over, just over two years ago. I've just learned to embrace it a little bit more. Yeah, there's rolls, there's squidgy bits, there's, you know, all of these flabby, baggy, bingo wings and everything like that. But they have, they have just become part of me and they they're just... I think the positives that you get from meeting people, the positives you get from feedback, from your pictures, from building your friendships, relationships, whatever it is you're building with these people that you meet, they're, you know, Kitty is just, to me, me and Kitty, although similar sizes, we're very different shapes. So we we also sort of show that, being on the large side being BBW that even still in itself comes in different shapes and forms I Um, do not have your bust not by a long shot
2: (laughs) 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 if one person with both of them they'd make an absolute killing (laughs) I've had both (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, uh, confidence. Yeah, my answer. The other thing, OnlyFans. Um, I'm on OnlyFans now um, since spring this year. Um, so year again,
0: going on to OnlyFans, of course. <laughs> happening.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. OnlyFans, love you. <laughs> um, but again, with the confidence and the the boosting and the positives, it really does. It comes from all areas. It's just such a boost. And it always has been ever since day one. I suppose that the the key things really are if you are a bigger person and you're worried about going into the lifestyle, I can't say that it's for everyone, but that's got nothing to do with your size, your shape, your weight, um, your looks, anything. That's just to do with the lifestyle. It is not for everyone. But in terms of how you look, Yes, it can be for everyone. Make the best out of what you've got. Sure. No, it, you know, the, the grooming, the the nice hair, nails, whatever, all of that. That's the thing that will really help you out. It's got nothing to do, particularly uh, with your body size and shape it, for individuals. Yeah, sure. But mm. not generally.
0: And there's something to be said for confidence as well with that. And the more confidence you can build yourself, the more attractive you will be to other people. I think that yes. goes, you know, we've certainly found that.
2: Yes, definitely. Be chatty, be mm. relatively normal, not too normal.
0: <laughs> too normal is suspicious. I, I
3: think that's a bit. I'd add on for what, like you guys and, and Kitty have just said there, that actually it's that ability to, you know, above all, I would rather hold a conversation with uh, with somebody and get to know somebody and make my decisions as to whether it's going to go any further. Through, through that really and it, like you said confidence in yourself confidence in who you are and it does take a while but you know you, you do have to be comfortable in your own skin because if you're not comfortable in your own skin putting it all out there how's anyone else going to be comfortable in your skin that sounds very creepy
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again
1: I said before, like, you know, going to places like, um, all inclusive sort of, um, nature places like desire. And when we, when we first went and took all our clothes off for the first time on holiday, yeah, it's, um, it's amazing what a great equalizer being naked is around people. It, it's so strange. I actually felt more uncomfortable and more body conscious with clothes on. And then the second I took them all off, it kind of m- made everything normal because, Mm. you're just all there then and then there's nothing really to hide and nothing really to worry about because everyone's there for the same reason which is to be happy and comfortable in their skin so it's it's um, it's um surprising just how nice and liberating it can feel no matter what your size I think
3: I think that's exactly it as well is it's this sort of confidence um, and you know being happy in yourself that is all sizes that really is across the board for anybody in this if you're if you're not, that's really going to shine through more so than somebody who is comfortable in themselves. And it, it's not easy to overcome, really. If there's the slightest bit of you that you're not unhappy with, regardless of the size, then, you know, that's, that's going to be a, you know, a sort of area you try and cover, you might fidget, sit a particular way. Um, and I just think it's really being mindful that you, you're not the only one it's there's a point in everyone's journey where they've got something that they're not happy with themselves about. And, you know, that's going to change in time. It might be a bum, it might be a boobs, it, you know, it might be your arms or your beard or you know, <laughs> there's going to be something at some point that somebody's not comfortable with. And it's just about sort of overcoming and finding a way to make yourself comfortable and accept that really. I think
2: there's a lot to be said for choosing the right um, outfits, um, particularly if you're dressing down, the right lingerie Mm. can make a massive difference to how you feel because you can either conceal the bits you don't like, or in some cases you can wear the things that actually display them because if you feel sexy and it's still, even when that bit is very much on display, like if you don't like your tummy or something, Mm. then it's fantastic because it can help you learn to love it and also taking a lot of photos um, in the good angles work out what your angles are don't just sort of stand there straight on
0: i think the world um, of fab expensive. could do with that advice to be
1: fair
2: <laughs> yeah that 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 goes for everybody work out your angles and there is more to you than your genitals
0: yes
3: <laughs>
0: we don't really need to see them half the time we really don't yeah. I no,
3: think... they're not really the best angle either <laughs> really really
0: one thing i would add though is that um one thing that we found quite early on is that w- with the lifestyle is that you, you're going to, regardless of your size, shape, confidence, all this stuff, you're going to get rejected it's yes. going to happen. it happens to, to everybody hmm. don't let it beat you down don't don't let those first few experiences color your whole view of, of the entire lifestyle and we certainly found that when we, we started this we you know we, we got rejected we, we went through a load of fucking terrible meets, as you'll have probably heard, some of you. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard some of them. And, you know, it took us a while to find that groove. So if if you're feeling underconfident and then you go into that situation and then you get knocked back, it's hard, but pick your feet up and try again. Think about, you know, if there's, if there's something different, you could do maybe different pictures, different whatever. Absolutely. But be mindful that actually... It takes a little while sometimes to find where you fit in the world and what works for you and how to present your best self. So if you do find that you're getting those slapbacks, it's not the end of the world. It just takes time. It is,
1: I, I agree. And it it's, isn't it's, it's it's hard generally good. personal. When, no. when you're rejected sometimes, it's hard not to um, pick your own faults yourself and use those as the reason why you, you were rejected. I, I've done it so many times where I've compared myself to... You know, we have a lady and a couple, for example, and and you know, gone away thinking, oh my goodness, like he's going to find her more attractive because she's got a smaller tummy than me or a smaller bum, whatever it is. And I constantly do that, even now. It's it's hard not to if you've got those insecurities. I think. But,
0: so, yeah. <laughs> what was the learning from that then?
1: Uh It's hard. <laughs> yeah. to, I'm just saying, when you're rejected, it sometimes it's hard not to think, bring your insecurities to the fore, and assume it's that that got you rejected.
0: So the learning is... I don't know
1: what learning is. Come on,
0: we can get there. If we all push hard (laughs) enough, we'll we'll, we'll come out the end of this one alive.
2: It may... Often, I don't think it's the thing that you assume it is. You're not... You may think that you've been rejected because uh, she's got a flatter tummy than you, but it may be because you're taller than the man and he doesn't like that, or that your ages are wrong, or that Mm. they're not a fan of... Brunettes. It could be anything. Well, there's nothing me, to say. They saw me kill those
0: puppies and throw oh them in a river. God. That often puts people off.
3: Oh, it would. <laughs> I, I can understand that. Yeah. We had a, a couple recently who, when seeing photos of us, um, just said they're not. Our, we're not their type. Which is absolutely fine. That's everyone's right. You know. It, as I've said before, it would be weird if everybody did like my mic Um. But at the same time, as things have progressed and they've continued to talk to us more and more. They've sort of now sort of suggested the possibility of meeting up in the future. So it might be as well that although there's a really quick judgmental decision that somebody's not your type, as they actually get to know you a little bit more, get to speak to you a little bit more, personality wins sometimes, not all the time, because you could be a done not help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really does.
3: It really does help.
0: And And we've had a number of situations where mm. people that we've met have sent us messages after we've met them, and they've been perfectly wonderful and lovely, but the state of the message is so bloody awful that ordinarily in normal circumstances, if they'd sent us those messages on Fabus on there, we'd have very quickly dismissed them because of the prejudices of what you get through.
3: as gonna- to how much I proofread. My message to you. <laughs> yeah, because
2: Emerald, I I, I I love you, Emerald, but your typing is
3: appalling. <laughs> I literally have 10 thumbs, I swear. <laughs> no fingers, 10 thumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it is funny looking back in hindsight that some of those people that we've met and they've been perfectly wonderful, amazing people that we've we've developed relationships with. But if those messages that we had after were the ones they sent us, it would have been absolutely no chance in hell. And and that just goes to show that we all wear our own prejudices and we all go around with those goggles on the the RoboCop scanning goggles of what we think is attractive and looking at them. But often when you get to know people, it's the, it presents a very different picture. Can't always change, but it can. Can give you very different insight into into people. Miss Sage, do you want to add anything there? Any other paths you want to take us down?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Since you so rudely shot me down in flames for my last one. <laughs> I didn't
0: shoot you down in flames. I just thought you were you were heading towards a really good point, but we just Thanks. didn't quite make it, it. Do you know what
2: the point was? We we, we could get there?
0: Yeah, I I I don't know. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> it was be excellent to each other. Yes, that. Yes, be kind. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a good, a good, a good way to end things, dear. Just be excellent to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So no further points though no. to add. Okay. Lovely. Thanks very much. <laughs> so any any further points, folks, that you want to chuck in on? I think we've
2: probably covered most of it. Really, it's just work on your your confidence. Yes, uh, if you are plus size, you absolutely can be successful in the lifestyle. That that's the big one.
3: And I would probably just say as well is, you know, plus size can be sexy as well. There's a massive range of lingerie now, which is open for plus size. Um, our, our clothes, you know, they're not on the high street. No, I cannot walk down the high street and easily buy clothes, but they are online. They are there and we can look good. We can look nice and we're not all big slobs.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not at all. Okay, folks. Um, so, Kitty, where can people find you online? I was going to say normally in the,
1: she's, she's an, <laughs> you, in the pub. She's always in the pub at the boy. You
2: are not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> we do spend a lot of time in the pub. I However, online. Right. <laughs> Kitty Dagger in uh, most places. Um, occasionally Shepherdess 85 but generally speaking, it's Kitty Dagger on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on OnlyFans, um, and Kitty and the boy on Fab.
0: And on Weatherspoons.
1: Absolutely
2: table 46 and um, that 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 would be my real name uh, normally <laughs> table 19 for preference
0: <laughs> <laughs> and emerald where can people find you in the world
3: um so twitter i'm emerald Deba- emerald Debauntry, um and on fab our uh, joint work <laughs> <in there. laughs> so as a couple we're a horny sofa couple and i'm going to put this name so when we created our fab profile we were horny, sat on a sofa, and we were a couple. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got through. Um, and then my um, my my single one is a Cookie jar. Fantastic. Where my hands are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you very much. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to you both for joining us today and for your your, your comments and your your support. Um, particularly over the last few months, it's been absolutely fantastic, and I'm so glad that we we've had you on to to chat away and and um, cover some of these topics. Mrs. H, anything you want to chuck in?
1: Oh, I'm excited. Kitty's coming to our social.
0: All right. Way to make one of them I feel know. special. Oh, it's <laughs>
1: exciting, isn't it? I'm sorry. I'm late to the party for that one.
3: I've got that thing for, um, for work.
0: <laughs> Pay the bills. That's all right. There'll be another party of some sort, I'm quite sure, in the near future. Mm. You know, stay tuned for details, folks. I'll reveal that whilst drunk, probably at the social. Yes.
1: <clears laughs> <laughs> no you're on the watch list sorry no you're on the watch list
0: I'm always on the watch Spoilers. list anyway I've been told that I'm on the watch list for my own social this is a terrible situation help on watch list. and um, yeah Mrs H do you want to do your
1: thing I do well thank you for hopping into our bed